Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Draft Smashers Radio. I'm one of your hosts, Anthony Aniano, and joining me, as he always does on a Wednesday night, my partner, colleague, co-host, and fellow Draft Smasher, <laughs> Mr. Eric Corsini. It's Wednesday, March 4th, if you're listening to us live or on demand. That's when we're taping it, 7.30 Eastern Time, and thanks for joining us. We're on with you for at least the next hour. We've got a lot to do. We may even go a little overboard tonight, if, uh, if that's all right with my friend Eric here. A lot to cover. And um, we're going to get to all of it. Uh, so first and foremost, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, we appreciate it like we do each and every week. want to remind everybody, you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, the show itself, I run that Twitter page, at Draft Smash Radio. Eric, you've updated your Twitter status. Your Twitter handle now is? Uh, Drafts. Draft Smasher E. Draft Smasher E. E for Eric, in case you haven't finished, yeah. figured that Couldn't fit the whole name. Now. Not that's why I'm Draft Smash Radio. Couldn't fit the urge. Should I go Draft Smash Eric? Maybe I should change it. Nah, Draft Smash. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Draft Smash is he good. I'm Draft Smash Radio. So you can follow the show. You can follow Eric. Check out everything we got going on on Twitter. Uh, Facebook, we have a new page opened up. Draft Smashers Fantasy Sports Radio on Facebook. So you can follow us there as well as following us individually if you'd like. Phone lines are open tonight, 347-838-8088. That's 347-838-8088. Chat room is open as well. Jump on there with us. Uh, any questions, comments, inquiries, babbling rhetoric, rhetorical babble, happy to handle all of it in the chat room. Uh, so feel free to jump on with us there if you're listening live. If you're not listening live, as always, you could catch all our old episodes on Blog Talk Radio or on iTunes. Go to iTunes. Uh, the link is on Twitter. The link is on our Facebook page. Um, or just go to iTunes and do a podcast search for Draft Masters Radio, and it'll come up. And all our old episodes are there are under our previous names and all sorts of great stuff there. Now, business at hand. Eric and I are excited because some things really took uh, a nice turn for us. Uh, effective now, immediately, we have now a working partnership with two of the premier daily fantasy sports sites out there, both FanDuel and DraftKings. And you'll hear our live advertisement on the air later on, like mm-hmm. we are uh, bound to do. But um, So we've got some good stuff going on. And, and you'll see, if you're listening to us live, you'll see across the screen, uh, we have special promotional codes for our listeners, for our friends, for our fans who, who do tune in. So I want, I want everybody to, to, uh, to really know what's going on with that. If... You're a DraftKings person. If you want to try out DraftKings, go to DraftKings uh, right now. Type in the promotional code SMASHRADIO and enter that promo code, and you'll be able to play for free. You'll be able to jump on there That's for free. Nice. That's a nice for, feature. For DraftKings. You know, DraftKings, you got your, your, uh, your basketball, your football during football season, baseball during baseball season. I saw FanDuel started some baseball today, spring training. I'm not going to. Ooh, I'm oh, not, I'm that's, not touching that's that. too much for me. There's, there's rule number one. Don't play spring training games. Uh, A-Rod had a hit, though. He did have a hit. You could do some golf there. You could do some MMA. I won an MMA tournament, a small one, uh, this past Saturday night with uh, Miss Rousey giving me a a nice little first-place victory in an MMA tournament. So I'm excited about that. So DraftKings, promo code SMASHRADIO. Get on there. Check that out. 
For FanDuel players, if you could jump on FanDuel and sign up there, we also have a promotional code there with FanDuel. The promotional code with FanDuel is SMASHERS. And again, you'll see it across the screen on our Twitter, on our Facebook. Promo code SMASHERS. And we got a nice little deal working for them. First 50 people to sign up using the promotional code SMASHERS. Uh, FanDuel will match your first deposit dollar for dollar up to $200. So you put 100 bucks down, they'll give you another 100 bucks. Uh, how FanDuel works it, mm-hmm. uh, up to 200 bucks. So DraftKings promotional code Smash Radio, FanDuel promotional code Smashers. You'll hear the official advertisements at the bo- at the top of the hour. Uh, I'll get the uh, the joy of reading those aloud. So uh, make sure you tune in, and uh, we'll have some fun with that. On top of that. The the website is fully launched at this point. DraftSmashers.com is pretty much up and running. Uh, very easy to manage. If you go to the homepage, the next tab said subscribe. It doesn't cost you anything. You go, you sign up, you get all sorts of updates. Then we have Draft Smashers Radio tab. You got great stuff, bios on all of us. We have our own radio link on the bottom of the Draft Smashers page. Pretty cool looking logo uh, is up there. I like it a lot. We're going to change some things around with that as far as where else that goes. Go to Glossary. The Glossary page, interesting. That gives you everything you need in terms of vocabulary mm-hmm. for the daily sports player. What a 50-50 means. What is a bankroll? What's a combo play? A ceiling? A donkey or a fish? Anything like that. It's an extensive vocabulary for the new daily player. Some of these terms I didn't even know. So, so it's, it's an excellent list of vocabulary for the daily, for the yearly league, all of that fun stuff. Make sure you check all of that out. Great-looking uh, glossary. If you go click on the strategy tab, now you break things down by sport. You have uh, uh, strategies for the general daily for- fantasy sports player. All right, we got uh, a nice introduction article going up there already for uh, entitled Finding Your Daily Fantasy Sports Sweet Spot. If you click on Major League Baseball, you'll see there's a slew of stuff I've done on there. The outfield, oh, positional rankings, uh, breakout players, Rotation rankings for both the American and National Leagues, I rank those rotations 1 through 15. If you click on the NFL, NFL is quiet right now, we know, but there is some stuff building lineups, ideas, and things like that. So oh, yeah. thinking multiples, which you and I do all the time when we set our oh, yeah. fantasy football lineups. We love the multiple, multiples. Uh, you go to the NBA, and Eric, I know you're going to be expanding on that. Uh, NBA yeah. news will be up. You're going to be doing uh, some writing for us for that. Within the next day or so, I'll have uh, an article up there. Hopefully I get it up before the weekend. I was hoping it may be putting up some of my um, my weekend plays that I would like, you know, possible suggestions for, like, uh, value plays for the weekend um, as you're trying to put the best team you can together, which will allow you to get some of the top superstars in along with some lesser players and hopefully win some money. Right. So. And and then we did some, there's some golf, some MMA, all sorts of great stuff. So that's where the news, when you go to the nude, news, news, Whoa. Well, hey now. Uh, that's a different site. That's, all right. that's, that's not a completely site. different that's, site. We don't even have a link. <laughs> um, also, when you go to the news, you'll see a news feed. And when you see the news feed, um, that's just up-to-date stuff happening in the world of sports. Like right mm-hmm. now, I'm looking at the news feed. The top story on the news feed is Houston Street, the uh, Los Angeles Angels, expected to trade contract offers. Uh, then underneath it, Adrian Peterson meeting <coughs> with the Vikings. All sorts of news uh, up to date, almost like a, um, 
a Twitter feed for sports. So, yeah. That's almost what it looks like. And for the, very important for the fantasy daily player. Absolutely. So many changes throughout the day. And finally, you could go to the free roll finder tab and scroll through that, and it talks about all the free rolls of the day. So right now up there, you got some info from DraftKings, from uh, uh, Victiv, which is another one of the daily fantasy sites, dra- another DraftKings, and some FanDuel. So lots of stuff. Check it all out. It really is great stuff. Yeah. So make sure you look at it. And finally, and the league is already filled, every Wednesday through our, our partnership with FanDuel, uh, DraftSmashers Radio and DraftSmashers.com will be sponsoring its own league. Currently, mm-hmm. it's basketball. When baseball season starts, we'll probably transition that way. So right now, if you follow us on Twitter or on Facebook, that link is going to be up there. You can go to that link, sign up, play against Eric and I. On FanDuel, my name is DraftSmasher Anthony. He's DraftSmasher Eric. You can play against us. Listen, you better beat me at basketball. I'm terrible at it. Eric's more of a challenge. Um, I'm getting there. It's yeah. a lot of work. Baseball's tough, man. Baseball's it is tough. so tough. Baseball's going to be um, tough, too. Baseball's, I, I think football is not easy, but I think football is more, I hate to say it, I think it's a little more predictable on a week-to-week basis. Possibly, yeah. Than even basketball on a night-to-night basis. I think basketball has a ton of more factors Absolutely. than football. So it's been a, an awesome experience so far. Right. Um, and it, it's a lot of fun, you know, and you, you can compete for cheap prices, a dollar, two dollars, five dollars. Right. So our tournament is a, is a $5 tournament, the Draft Smasher NBA tournament tonight. Uh, it was only limited to 25 people. Yeah. I'll speak to the people at FanDuel. Maybe we can we'll expand get up that a little bit. we 100 next week. We'll yeah, we'll see what we can Progress slowly. And uh, so there you go. So follow us on Twitter, super important, Draft Smash Radio. And, uh, and you'll see the link. You jump on and play against us, and um, we're good to go. All right, Eric, we've been talking a lot, and none of it's about the, the fun stuff I like to talk about. So let's talk some sports. And before we get to all the baseball we need to talk about, and there's plenty we're going to talk about in the world of fantasy baseball. Absolutely. LaShawn McCoy is now a Buffalo Bill. Yeah. Traded for Kiko Alonso. Not surprising. That's who Chip Kelly would want. Alonso's another Oregon Duck. Uh, that's all he He's seems to want. He's building Oregon team. That's he it. Is. Now, in an IDP football league, Kiko Alonso is a tremendous player. We know that. LaShawn McCoy. Mm. He goes to Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Rex Ryan, God knows what he did to his wife's feet when he got that news. Oof. Does this hurt LaShawn McCoy's draft value tremendously? Is he, in your view, still a first-round pick? Mm-hmm. The, do you stay away from him? No, I mean... Um, I mean, it's I, very preliminary. It's 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 March. It's We're very early. early. All right. So if you're going to ask me to make a quick analysis after the trade one day, I think it actually maybe even. I, I think Rex Ryan's just going to abuse Lashawn McCoy up there. Yes. So I think he might even get more touches than he had in Philadelphia. He has led the league over the last five years. He's led the NFL in touches. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, because he catches the ball pretty well. He runs the ball pretty well. Um, he does. You know, he is a running back. He's not the biggest guy. He's got some mileage on him, so that always interests me. Anytime a guy who's been in the league a couple of years, you know, the window for success, especially at the running back position, is very short. Um, it's interesting to see him, though, up in Buffalo. A little much different offense. They don't necessarily have a quarterback right now. Just traded for Matt Castle today. And I said they still don't have a quarterback right now. So he and E.J. Manuel. And... I don't think they're ready to give up on manual. No, but neither neither one of those guys, though, like, excite me. 
you know, as, as a quarterback. But then again, in Philadelphia, you know, Nicky Foles was solid the year before, struggled, got hurt. Well, he wasn't as good, and then Sanchez came. So they weren't too strong at the quarterback position either. Um, McCoy did have a little bit of a down year last year, especially in his yards per carry. He had a couple of games where he had like 15 carries for 22 yards. It was like crazy. But I think if anything, his value pretty much stays the same, or maybe possibly even increases. It's a change of scenery, and he's got a uh, he's got a guy now as a head coach who believes in ground and pound. So. We'll he, see what happens. He's gonna I give mean, him, he believes in it. So. Yeah, he's going to give him the ball a lot. There's no denying that. I mean, he could have as many touches as like DeMarco Murray did last year. Right. Easily. Now, it's going to be Easily. interesting. Uh, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this affects Sammy Watkins at all. It shouldn't. Well, really would affect Sammy Watkins is who's throwing him the ball. Uh, I, I think, if anything, it might open up the field for Sammy Watkins more. I like Sammy Watkins. I think he's going to be a pretty good receiver. Now, Fred Jackson is still there in Philadelphia. Spiller's in Buffalo. out. Spiller's out. Interested to see where he goes. Jets would be fools not to make a run at C.J. Stella. Oh, I would be so upset if they did. I think oh, Spiller's so – I think he's he had such an overrated season. player. He had the, his best season with Chan Gailey. Chan Gailey is now the offensive coordinator of the Jets. It's a match made in heaven. He's better than anybody else the Jets have in that backfield. He's better than Ivory. Bilal Powell, he's worth – I know that, worth, but if you're willing to I'd almost rather draft some type of running if back. If you're willing to experiment on Chris Johnson, who had nothing left in his legs, C.J. Spiller's got plenty – He's been protected in Buffalo, never overused, uh, way too talented. You need a running back who could catch the ball out of the backfield as well. He can do that because you have no one to You're throw him the ball. You're very passionate about this. You're a big you believer need, in Spiller. You need playmakers. Spiller's a playmaker. Chris Ivory could still take the ball between the tackles. Spiller can make plays on the outside yeah. and catching the ball. I don't think he's bad. I mean, He's better than what you have. Yes or no? Yeah, no, yeah I mean, he's be- yes, he's better than what we have at running back. Let's just let's just see where. See, somebody brought up a good point on the radio the other day, and I kind of echo this. Like, you know, like free agency starts soon in the NFL, soon in the NFL. I think like yeah. March tenth. Mm-hmm. I think they should have free agency start, and I agreed with this after the NFL draft. And here's why. So right now, say the Jets don't have a quarterback. They don't have one. They no. really don't have a quarterback. Geno Smith is going to be a okay. starting quarterback. So now you look at some free agents how that works. as a top wide receiver as a free agent, right? You're looking to make money. No one accepts less money to go somewhere else most of the time, 95% of the time, right? So you figure, all right, the Jets could throw a big number at me. Great, but who the heck is going to throw me the ball? But now if the draft was didn't first... Bo- didn't bother Eric Decker. Yeah, well, you know, I'm just saying money speaks. But I'm just saying, like... It may be more attractive for a team like the Jets to have the draft first. Say they get Mariota, they get whatever, Jameis Winston. And now somebody like, you know, who's a free agent wide receiver says... Jeremy Macklin. Jeremy Macklin. I think Cobb's a free agent, too. Yes, he is. And he says, all right, they got this young kid at quarterback. I got Decker on the other side. Possibly something with Percy Harvin. You know, you got a whole... And there's some potential. They signed C.J. Spiller... Now maybe, yeah, maybe we I'll got a little bit of an offense to play with here. So maybe I'll go. Oh, and I, and you know a, a decent defense. You know maybe they bring back. Re- who knows? You know, the rumor is, and I heard this one as well. Uh, they're on. There's going to be a full court press to bring Revis back. Well, first off, Revis should have been brought back last year, but that's beside the point. I am convinced. If they that bring, was that was strictly to get Rex fired. They were done with him. Absolutely. They were done with him. If they bring him back and give him a nice contract now, it is cl- was clearly done. We're not giving Rex his guy. We're, well, we're, either guy, because they could have brought Cromartie in for $3 million. Yeah. The Cardinals was, gave him $3 million. Idzik did it so he didn't have to bring Rex back, but Idzik's so stupid, he didn't realize it was going to cost him his job as well. 
Now, the, the, the best part of the whole thing is Idzik did clear up all this cast space, but now he can't even try to Benefit get anything from it. So it's kind of funny. But he, 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 it was a good move, I think, to let everybody go and try and just start. Had to. It was it, it was it was a mis- All right, so let's talk baseball, though. Okay. I'm just excited for baseball. I had, A-Rod got a hit today. A-Rod got a hit, everybody. So we're set. We're A-Rod set at third set. base. Yankees are saved. We're set at third base. Yankees are saved. 95 wins. Lock it up Trade today. Chase Headley now. Gone. You got A-Rod. Just cut him. Just give him his money and <laughs> let him walk. Uh, A-Rod is set. All right. This is what we're going to do with baseball. We've got a couple of things to cover. Uh, we're going to preview like we've been doing each and every week. We're going to preview another division this week. We're going to focus on the National League Central. We'll do that at the tail end of the show, the second half of the show. But for right now, Eric, what I want to talk about is everybody, sure. everybody puts these lists together, right? I'm not drafting this guy. I'm not drafting that. Like they have a vendetta against him. I have those guys too. Though. I'm not going to lie. I got them. I got some, them. some take it very personal. Others, they have a statistical backing or a statistical right. reason Let me get my why notes. they won't do it. Now, here's my thing. I will never say I'll never draft this guy. Because, no. because I'll say I won't draft him at the spot he's going in, in, in mocks. And I'll draft him draft. five rounds after. But it, Right. Like So, for example, I could sit here and say... I will not draft D. Gordon. D. Gordon. As high as he's projected. Because he's going in the fourth round. Right. But if D. Gordon's sitting there in round 10, I'd be a fool not to. Right, because it's 60 steals, 50 steals, whatever it is. You know, I could say I'm not drafting. Um, I don't even know. You I'm not throw a number out there. I'm not I'm not even a guy like Carlos Gonzalez. Right. I'm not drafting Cargill, or I'm not drafting Tulowitzki. And I'm not sure he's there Lewis. in round four. You got to draft him. I mean, come on. I mean, so never, never say never. Never say never. But because you're just hurting yourself when you do that. Right, because then you say, like, then Tula's sitting there in round four for some strange reason. Yeah, no, I'm not, not drafting him. No way. Not taking a shot on a guy who could hit 30 homers and driving 100 runs. Absolutely. It just, it's a, just foolish is right. really what it is. That's the word. That's a good word, foolish. So, Eric, when I mention guys that you, you maybe don't want to draft, well, let's just say we don't want to draft these guys – at the value they're going. Okay. Fair enough? Yeah, that's fair. So, like, when I when I say this, who are some names? And we'll start with you. I'll, I'll go to you. Here. Okay. Go to um, me. Some players who maybe you're going to avoid, at least at least for the value of which they're, they're okay. going now. You have names for me, or am I throwing a I name wanna, out I want to hear your name. Um, I'm throwing a name out there. Um, where should I start? Oh, I, I started with Cargo already. Carlos um, Gonzalez. Carlos Gonzalez. Um, do you know in the last four years, what is his highest game total that he's played in the last four years? Cargo, I'm going to say 120. 135. But his other highest was 127, then 110, and 70. That's not enough games played for me to justify drafting him very high in a draft. So I'm staying away. But if he's sitting there a little bit later on, maybe that is somebody that I would take a look at. All right, a guy that I will not draft either. Or All right, we'll, hold on. Go back oh, on Cargo. I'm sorry. I, I thought we were just going Cargo. down. I just, I'm okay. just excited. Cargo is currently sitting at an ADP. Right. Using uh, 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 an aggregate of a few different sites. Okay. Of NFBC, CBS, Yahoo, ESPN, a few other sites. Real-time mm-hmm. sports. Cargo is sitting at an average ADP mm-hmm. of 17th outfielder, 
54th overall. Mm-hmm. 12-team league, do the math. 12, 24, right. 6, 40, so round, round middle four. of round. Round four, five. Round five. Does that change your view on Cargill, or is that for you too soon? Case in point, just a few players who are going before Cargill. Mm-hmm. Billy Hamilton, Matt Kemp, George Springer, mm-hmm. Corey Dickerson. Mm-hmm. Players going immediately after Cargill. Hunter Pence. Mm-hmm. Starling Marte, mm-hmm. Nelson Cruz, mm-hmm. Cespedes of Detroit, mm-hmm. Jason Hayward, Matt Holiday, Christian Yelich. Mm-hmm. Round five, cargo on the board, yay or nay? I will wait and hope he's on the board a couple rounds later. Just based on the fact that in the last two years, he's only played basically a total of one season. And I think injuries, uh, I think... Highest gameplay total of 135, that was like his highest. That keeps me away from a guy. I know I'm losing him for 30, 40 games. I'm going to waste a fifth-round pick on a guy that's going to play three quarters at best of a season. I'm not doing it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm staying away from Cargo until like round eight or nine, to be honest. Where would you draft him? You take him in round five? Do you? I look at who, on average, are the players around him. Okay. Would I rather Carlos Gonzalez or Billy Hamilton? Well, who on, average, he's, on average, he's going two picks before him. Okay. On average, he's going two picks before him. I'd rather have Cargo. Okay. Cargo or Hunter Pence? I think Cargo's got more upside. Cargo has more of a ceiling, but Hunter Pence is he's in there every play. day. You know. Cargo or Starling Marte? There I may go Marte. Right. I like I like still I like think I was throwing Marte also. Cargo and Nelson Cruz. It's an, it's an interesting it's an interesting way of looking at it. Nelson Cruz had his best year ever at the age of thirty three last year. He's I'm staying to, away from Nelson Cruz. He's going Cruz. to Seattle. He's a guy that I'm a little worried about. So so last year, two years ago he had a terrific year. He got hurt at the very end of the season. Yes. Last year he went early, first second round pick. Right. Was hurt all year. Now he drops from late first, early second rounder to a fifth round pick. Mm-hmm. I don't think the value is terrible there. Okay. But I'm just saying, I'm looking at games. Like, big thing for me is like games played. I, that's one of the things I like to look at. Durable guys. Don't get me wrong. When this guy is healthy, just like Tulowitzki, they're both phenomenal players. Phenomenal players. Terrific players. Um, I, I just... It makes me nervous and uncomfortable to think that I might only have this guy for half a season. I used a fifth round pick on him. That, that's all I'm saying. I mean, is he a terrible fifth round pick and people are going to be upset that, well, how could you draft him in the fifth round? No, because he's got so much upside. But he's a guy, I would rather take a player that I know I'm a little sure, more sure, more sure? Sure. I don't know. A little sure on. I don't know. That's just me. Fair. You know. I was just so it's one of the names I looked at today. Now, Eric, another name that's been mentioned, a lot of people are expecting a drop-off, and you've mentioned him, and I've mentioned him. Right. D. Gordon, traded from the Dodgers to Miami. I wrote him down today, too. Goes to Miami. It's going to be interesting where he bats in the lineup. Right. He could bat leadoff. Right. And Christian Yelich could slide down to three. He could bat second, potentially. Yelich bats leadoff. Got to see how that all plays out. Right. D. Gordon is currently the fifth second baseman off the board. Yeah. With an ADP of 60. So that's a fifth-round pick for D. Gordon. 
did not have a great second half. Uh, we've talked about his. I, I have a second half stats here. I actually wrote it down. Earlier. What were they? In 250 at bats after the All Star break. After the All Star break, 250 at bats. Batted 284. Not terrible. Fine. 21 stolen bases. Okay. Not bad. No homers. Nine RBIs. Walked four times. All right. Well, you're not drafting him for homers and RBIs. We know that. But th- that's like that's literally zeros. Nine is like giving, a zero. But he's giving you. If I draft D Gordon, I'm drafting him for three stats. A respectable batting average, mm-hmm. which when a league average is 260, you're thrilled with 284. It's not a bad average. I'm not saying 21 yeah, steals. Now that's down from his first half numbers, but it's still a, it's a few less games in the second. Right, half, it's still a respectable so. number. And runs scored. I'm not expecting any power whatsoever or all the odds. Hold on, you gotta keep going. Now, he's currently the fifth second baseman. Now I agree. Jose Altuve, Robinson Cano, Anthony Rendon, Ian Kinsler. I have no problem all of them going before D. Uh, they're all they're all they're all better. In my mind, they're all way ahead of him. Now, in fact, Altuve, Cano, and Anthony Rendon are all going in the first eighteen picks. So they're yeah. gone by they're the middle. They're good ball players. Right. Yeah. They're gone by the middle of the second round. Right. Ian Kinsler's going up on average about three picks before D. Gordon. Mm-hmm. Now, after D. Gordon, Brian Dozier of Minnesota. I like Dozier. Dozier or D. Gordon? I'm taking Dozier. Dozier or Jason Kipnis of Cleveland? Uh, not Dozier. Uh, uh, I know Gordon or Kipnis? Kipnis. I, I'd probably go Kipnis. Pedroia, who to me is on his last legs. You're starting to see him. I, I 100% agree with you on that. Pedroia or D. Gordon? Pedroia still, he can fill the categories a little bit better, but I think in a long haul of a season, Gordon might be better because he can help you dominate a category. Like Pedroia can fill the, you know, he fills the stat lines, you know. Yeah. But I think Gordon could help you win steals. Period. Win steals. Well, and that's why you like, like to me, right? I look at the rest of the second baseman list, right? Josh Harrison, second base, third base, outfield, and. Pittsburgh. I like Harrison though. But then after that, right? We're talking about Colton Wong, no, not yeah, Daniel Murphy, Neil Walker, right. Ben Zobrist, Howie Kendrick, nice players. All of them nice. Mm-hmm. But what D. Gordon has the ability to do, and you said it, yeah, he can win you a category. Yes, he can. But who'd you rather? For to, to, it's like you, in high school again. Would you rather? Would you rather? <laughs> Stacy the cheerleader or Megan the lacrosse player? Anyway. Why not you? both? <laughs> I think that's the best answer. To <laughs> Why not both? Done. Fifth round, you decide to make a move on steals. I'm making a move. Billy Hamilton or D. Gordon? Okay. Um, I would probably take D. Gordon because I could think I'd get more production out of an outfielder. Like, I think I think there's more outfielders out there than second baseman that I could fill categories with. So right. Gordon, Gordon, to me, is ahead of Billy Hamilton. I'm in a league where I have D. Gordon protected as a 21st-round pick. Well, that's <laughs> a home brain. run. I mean, that's a no-brainer. No 16 rounds later than he should go, or is going, I should say. So what round are you comfortable with D. Gordon, if he's going on average in the fifth? Three or four rounds after that for me. Eighth round. Yeah. Like, if he's sitting there in round eight, I'm looking at 50 steals and 280 batting average, I'm going to take him. Right. And I'll give up the other categories. You know, he'll score runs. He gives you three out of five. The other two categories are dead. 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 Like, But, well, that's why you... He has four career home runs. But he, Okay, but here's the thing, right? Let's say Four. you have the fourth overall pick. Yeah. You go Miggy Cabrera. Okay. 
second round, you go. Uh, you're able to get Josh Donaldson. It's mm-hmm. a nice start to your draft. Next round, third round, you take a pitcher, Scherzer. Fourth round, you get an outfielder who can hit the ball over the fence in the fourth round. Mm-hmm. Uh, a fourth round outfielder with some pop. Okay. I, I, you know, I, I don't know off the top of my head. I'm trying to think of somebody with a fourth round value. George Springer. Okay, Springer's fine. So you've 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 filled the other categories. Now, now you need just round. Now, now D. Gordon fits. He fits your team perfect. But that's what I'm saying. For me, all right. So for me to take him in the fifth round, and this would be a complete stretch because I don't see myself doing it, but I never say never. If those are my first three picks, three of my four first picks are those offense, then yes, he fits in better than, say, my you know my second-round pick and first-round pick, Jacoby Ellsbury, and guys that are more balanced. You know, like say, say I took Carlos uh, Gomez. Gomez and Jacoby Ellsbury. Well, now you don't need the steals. I don't need steals, you so I'm looking steals. somewhere else in round five. And now reality is, now if I'm doing that, right, if I'm going Ellsbury and Cargo, Carlos Gomez, right, right, Gomez is twenty twenty. Ellsbury is fifteen forty. Let's say yeah, right fifteen thirty. Yeah. Right. So now I got some steals here. Now my second baseman, I'm waiting, and I'm grabbing a guy like Neil Walker, who's going to give me fifteen to twenty home runs. Correct. 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 And I'm getting it much later. Much later. If you need the Gordon steals, you got to take him. Gordon Fisherman. Yes. Okay. I know. I'm not disagreeing with you, but I think round five. Unless my team is being built perfectly, kind of like how you came up with, right. I'm staying away until a little later. That's all. And you know what? If you want the Gordon and you feel you're going to get him at five, then build accordingly. Then build it. And it's interesting, though, how a draft goes, though. It depends on the pick and how it goes. Like, you always have a plan going in, but how many times do you have to just have a plan? It, it could definitely happen. So, in the right spot, I'm drafting Gordon in the fifth round, but I'm not looking necessarily to do it that way. Like everybody, you know, like like people seem to have been drafting. Um, Who else you got? Anybody else you're going to avoid? Uh, I was looking at the first base position, right? And you know, there's in baseball the shift has occurred, correct? Woof. Okay, and I think, you know, I've done a little research on this. A guy like Chris Davis is definitely affected by that. Okay, um, dead pull hitter. Guys like Brian McCann are affected by it. Teixeira can't seem to hit out of it. You know, guys just. It just it messes with their minds, and I think that has cost a lot of these guys 30 or 40 points off their average. Now, I look at Chris Davis, right, as a guy, yes, he's going to hit the home runs. He's going to drive in runs. I'm not thrilled with him as my first baseman. Chris Davis currently an ADP of 20, 20th first baseman. So he's barely being drafted no, what, as a starting first I baseman. I know, but hold on. Yeah. And an ADP of 115. Okay. Twelve team league, you're looking at around ten, or about round ten. Right, but even in round ten, I don't know if I want to draft a guy that might carry a 180 average or 190 average. You think it'll be that bad? We, I thought Adam Dunn would get better. Adam Dunn at one point in his career was a pretty good hitter, and then he just became a guy that just swung and drove the ball out of the ballpark. That's all he could do. It, it makes like. I'm not thrilled with Chris Davis for that average situation. Now, if you're talking, and if he's sitting in around 17 and 18, like a Ryan Howard would be sitting around back then, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? I'll take him. I'll take a shot because he's going to hit 30 plus home runs. But I'm sacrificing a big category there in, you know, in batting average. I mean, like 190 batting average. I'm not 
I'm not dealing with that. So I was looking at him today. Um, how about a guy like Joey Votto? What do you think of Joey Votto? See, I'll be honest. Because he's a professional hitter. Like, he's a really good hitter. I'll tell you right now. If I'm drafting first base and I get have a choice of Joey Votto in round... Where's Votto going these days? Joey Votto, on average, is going 72nd overall. So, what's that? Round six, six rounds? Yeah. Joey Votto in round six or Chris Davis in round ten? Mm-hmm. I'll take Chris Davis every time. Really? Unless I'm in an OBP league. If I'm in a league that plays on-base percentage over batting average, I want Joey Votto because okay. he's the best on-base percentage guy in the league. But see, here's Joey Votto. All he wants to do is walk. He loves walking. All However, he wants to do. You know, okay. Now, Chris Davis, hold on. Let's keep some things in mind, right? Okay. Last season, suffered an oblique injury early, mm-hmm. struggled with the injury all year. You're suspended. 25-game suspension because of amphetamines. Now, he has been cleared this year, medically, by MLB doctors to use Adderall. Right. He's been cleared. It's not a banned substance for him. He has been cleared. He is going to play no matter what. Boston lost Nelson Cruz. Uh, Matt Weed is coming back from Tommy John surgery. They lost Marquez. No matter how bad Chris Davis' batting average is, he is going to play. He's going to play first base. He's going to bat fourth in that lineup. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, we could say whatever we want about Chris Davis and how bad he played, right? Mm-hmm. But in a power-depleted league, right? Yeah, I'm... he's 28 years old. He's going to play. Mm-hmm. All right? In 2000, you know, we talk about he's going to hit 180. All right? The last time he hit that poorly was really just last year. 2013, his best season as a pro, right? 53, mm-hmm. the 138. He hit 286. Now, is that re- realistic? I don't think so. He's, he'll never, I don't think he'll ever get close to that All right. Again. 2012, though, he hit 270. Mm-hmm. And I remember after 2012, we were like, he'll never do that again. Mm-hmm. But he hit 270. In 2011, he hit 266. In 2009, he hit 238. Mm-hmm. And in 2008, he hit 285. Mm-hmm. 2010, he only played in 45 games. He hit a buck 92. He had a terrible 2010. Only 45 games. So... When I go back, he's got a three-year average of 254. Mm-hmm. 37 home runs, 98 RBIs. 254 is just under the league average. Mm-hmm. And we certainly know that 37 homers and 98 RBIs is above it. Mm-hmm. Last season, even as bad as that 196 average was, he still had 26 homers and 72 RBIs in 127 games. So you're giving him another 30 games? He's 30 and 100. He's 30 and 90 at the very least. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing with you, but I just brought up a guy that I thought... No, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. No, that's great. And I think that Chris Davis is a guy that you're going to get two people look at him completely different. Yeah, I could I could. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I looked at it this way. You look at it the other way. I'll, you you might be happy drafting him, and if I get stuck with him, I'm like, ah, I'm really maybe looking to trade. You understand what I'm saying? Like he is a real now, coin remember, flip guy. Last year he was a first round, early second round. Yes. Pass. Well, I mean, look where he dropped to because of My the average question and everything to you is, else. If he's sitting there at his current ADP of the tenth round, is that too soon for you? Once we hit round ten and move forward. I could see drafting him. I might want to wait a few more rounds and see if I could sneak in a couple more picks before him. But 
I mean, you've got. Yeah, but look where you got twenty. You know, I mean, there's guys that get home runs and low batting average from both. Well, you know, in the draft late too. So I'm just saying, you know. You could. I mean, I if if I had to choose between the two, because I brought Votto up also, and I agree with you, I'd rather take a shot on Chris Davis than Joey Votto, because I think Joey Votto. He's a little bit older. He's in his early 30s now. Yeah, Davis is only 28. Right. He's in his early 30s now. And it seems like Votto, like, the, the Reds wanted him to become, like, an MVP caliber player. Like, go out there and mash the baseball. And he just doesn't do it. He was actually batting second in that lineup at one point. Well, well, you know what I mean? Like, well, we, I'd rather Chris Davis when, bat fourth and ball. I remember when we lineup. used to do the show with Paul, right? Paul, yeah. our, our, our old co-host. Reds fan. Huge Reds fan. And he would say it. The Reds were begging him to swing stop walking and swing the bat. Swing the ball. And he didn't want to Swing the bat. It's a, his now, style. It's now, not his style. In our NL only league, right. Joey Votto's going to go for a decent buck. It's an auction and it's right. an OBP league. Yes. He has a little more value there, Joey well, Votto. Also, if you're thinking about it, um, you know, the, the discussion last week was, uh, you know, depending on the league, like RBIs minus home runs, that, that new statistic that was in the league yes. um, that was discussed last week. And, and, it, and the tout was yeah, it was interesting. So it like, makes a guy like Curtis Grandison basically irrelevant. You know, 27 homers, 54 RBIs. You know, you're not drafting a guy like that. Right. A guy like Chris Davis, though, who hits 30 home runs. And drives in 100. And drives in 100, has a ton of value. Now, Votto, on the other end of the spectrum, you know, 24, like 2013. You know, just go back to 2013. 24 homers isn't that impressive and 73 RBIs. He hasn't driven in 100 runs since 2011. Right. 56, 73, and of course last year was injured at you know twenty three RBIs, you know. So to me, to me, Joey Votto is a guy that maybe even should be drafted later than Chris Davis. Just not that he's not a terrific player. I think he's a. If I was, if I was a manager of a baseball I want, team, I would like having I Joey want Votto, Joey Votto on, my on my team. Yeah, he's a good ball player. But fantasy numbers, like I said, he he doesn't put him up. Eric, one last player. This guy. That guy you have on your this list. Guy that guy. guy. I want to David Wright? That. Yeah. Okay. You have him on your do not no, avoid. No, I was writing names down also. I was going back and forth on this guy all day, actually. Today. Okay. Why? It can't be as bad as last year for David Wright. Real it quick. It can't be. Tenth overall third baseman. It can't be. It can't be. Tenth overall third baseman. Right. ADP average of 97th. So, so that, that's... In a ten, just go with a 10-team league. 10 team league, that's 10th round. round. 12 team league, 7th and 8th round. Do you like his value as a third baseman in the 7th or 8th round? Okay, so let's talk about Mr. Wright. Now, well, they brought the fences in. Well, let's talk about other third basemen, right? Okay. Miggy Cabrera, Anthony Rendon, Josh Donaldson, Adrian Beltre, no brainers before David Wright. Todd Frazier's going before David Wright. Frazier had a nice year. I like Frazier. Frazier's, he's first base eligible, too, I think. Yep. Frazier. Evan Longoria is going before David Wright. See, Longoria interests me a little this year. Is he going to be worth where he's drafted? He's playing a really bad lineup. Right. 55th overall. Nolan Arenado of Colorado over Uh. David Wright. I'm okay with that. Kyle Seager, I'm okay with that. Carlos Santana, first base, third base eligible for Cleveland. He had over 20 home runs last year. I know. Um, He's going before him. He had a miserable start to the season. His second half was very good. I'm not down on on Carlos Santana. And then at that point, it's David Wright at number 10. Uh, Before Matt Carpenter, Chris Mm -hmm. Davis, Ryan Zimmerman, Pablo Sandoval, Manny Machado, uh, Yasmani Tomas of Arizona. The names like you that. just are kind of like a, they are a group of guys together, very, very similar. Yes, they are. Very, very similar guys. And that's why I view the third base position as thin 
many of these guys are similar with the same flaws. Similar with the same flaws, and like I feel like one of them could be drafted, say, in round 10, and the other one could be drafted in round 15. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because there's so many of them. I feel like there are a bunch of guys who are like average guys. Um, but maybe one of them can break back out and stand out a little bit more. Can David and Wright David Wright guy. is going to be 32 this year. Um, looking at his statistics, let's just look back from 2010. That was his best season, probably. 2000, one of his best seasons in the most recent time. Okay, 2008 was a spectacular season, so was 2007. Yeah, he was hurt all year last year. So my concern, okay, so now he's got himself right. Let's say he's healthy, no pun intended. He's healthy, right? He battled through 134 games last year as an injured player. Mm-hmm. Okay, 54 runs, not that impressive. Eight homers, 63 RBIs, eight stolen bases, and probably his lowest batting average since 2011, which it is, at 269. 113 strikeouts, big number for him and only 535 at-bats. David Wright interests me because I think with this new pitching staff and a new little buzz around the Mets, this might rejuvenate a guy like David Wright. He loves playing for the Mets. Loves it. it which is, I find, remarkable. He loves playing for the Mets. <laughs> like, he had a, like, he legitimately loves playing for the Mets. He does. He's a Met. He's a Met. He's a Met life. And he wants to be a Met for his life. You know, he could probably end his career, probably try and, you know, be a DH for somebody for the last two years. Who knows? But he's a Met, Right. In the last four years, his highest RBI total was 93, and then his rest was 63, 58, and 61. Do they have a better lineup around him now? A little bit. Do they have it? Yeah. So maybe those numbers go back up. What's a realistic season, do you think, for David Wright? 280, 15, and 80. So improving basically on every category. Remember, he was hurt all year. I know. He played, but that shoulder wasn't right. You saw it. He hasn't been right since 2012. Because he, in 2013, he only played 112 games. Too. He's so battled injuries. If he, if he could give you 140 games, right? I think he's 280, 15, and 80. D- does changing, 280, 15, does and changing the fence yes, help him? Psychologically, yes, it should. You know, he's going to bat third. I like David Wright for where he's being drafted. Yes. I like David Wright for where he if is he's being gonna, drafted. If, if you're going to play him, they're debating who's going to be the leadoff hitter. They want it to be Ligaris, but it might be Grandison, who's better in the leadoff spot than a run-producing spot. But if Ligaris ends up batting leadoff for that team, Daniel Murphy bats second. Daniel Murphy I love Daniel Murphy. Runner. Right. Now. He's the guy I want on my baseball team. Yes. Now. I would sign up for Middle of that lineup, you're going David Wright three. You're going uh, Duda four. Duda. Kadire Duda. five. Right. Granderson, six. The catcher, Darno seven. That's not terrible. No. There's no all-stars. None of them is an all-star. None of them is a superstar. So you have good ball players. Decent. Duda can hit the ball over the fence. Mm-hmm. Kadire is what we call a professional hitter. Granderson can pop a few. Interesting to see what he could do with Kevin Long. Uh, Darno was good after he came up. So it's not terrible. Right. It's not terrible. Okay. Is it? Is it... The Mets of a few years ago with Delgado and Beltron and, and whatnot? No, certainly not. I'm not. I'm, I'm realistic. But uh, but it's not terrible. And I agree with you. I like where his ADP is falling. You're telling me you're going to get him in the eighth round as the 10th third baseman off the board? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'll roll with it. But, Eric, before we go any further, we want to remind everybody that fantasy season doesn't end with the NFL. FanDuel is changing the way people play fantasy be- basketball. Games begin and end in just one night. Target the players and matchups you want, but just that night. No season-long entry. 
No season-long commitment. Entry free start at just $1. No upfront fees. Only pay when you want to play. No better way to bring some excitement into your week than fantasy basketball on FanDuel. Okay? Plus, right now, if you go to FanDuel.com and click on the microphone in the upper right-hand corner, use my code SMASHERS. Sign up right now. You do that right now, FanDuel will match your first deposit dollar for dollar up to 200 bucks. That's a bonus of up to $200. Offer is only good for the first 50 people that use my code SMASHERS. Don't forget to use the code SMASHERS. FanDuel.com, where every day is a new season. That's FanDuel.com. Sign up today. Mm-hmm. Fantasy sport fans are also winning huge cash prizes every day at DraftKings.com, America's favorite place to play fantasy da- play daily fantasy sports. Daily fantasy means no season-law commitments. Play whenever you want. Pick your sport and draft your team. It's like a new season every time. So you're never stuck with the same players. Last year, $300 million were won at DraftKings.com, and you could be next to win big. Go to DraftKings.com now. Enter the promo code SMASHRADIO to play for free. That's SMASHRADIO for free entry now. Mm-hmm. At DraftKings.com. Oh, hey, now. And you saw that, and you see those promo codes across the screen if you're listening to us live here on Blog Talk Radio. So make sure you check it out. DraftKings.com, promo code SMASHRADIO. FanDuel, promo code SMASHERS. Eric, we've got, we're probably going to go a little over tonight if that's all right with you. We want to spend a few minutes looking at some of the lineups in the National League Central. Okay. And I want to start with. Uh, the prov- the usual best team in that division, and that's what I think one of the my view the best franchise in baseball. To me, no other team builds a team better than this year in and year out, and that's the St. Louis Cardinals. Eric, uh, they had an active off season. The big move getting Jason Hayward to play right field after mm-hmm. their top prospect Oscar Tavares passed away tragically in a car accident. So we look at this team, right? You got Matt Adams at first base, the young kid Colton Long at second, uh, Johnny Peralta at short, Matt Carpenter at third, an outfield of Matt Holiday, John Jay, Jason Haywood, and all-star Yachty Malena mm-hmm. behind the plate. Nice little team here. Uh, to me, I look at it, though, other than Yachty Molina, you're going to draft him as your number one catcher at some point. No fantasy superstars, but a lot of guys who are going to be in your, your weekly lineup in mm-hmm. fantasy baseball. Uh, absolutely. Um, Jason Hayward, definitely being there. Matt Halliday will definitely be in there. Uh, Matt Adams, he'll mix many teams. Peralta's going to be in there. Uh, Molina is interesting to me. I feel like Yadier Molina is not quite He's not who he was the offensive player he was and probably is being drafted higher than he should be. He's on old legs uh, at this point. You could take a shot on a Colton Wong at a, at a weak second base position. You know, He fills a bunch of categories. You know... You've got a really good lineup from top to bottom there. Really I, good. I agree. Really good um, for real life and fantasy. You know, I'll happily take Jason Hayward as my third outfielder. Why not? Uh, same with Halliday. Matt Adams. I don't know if I'm drafting him as a top 12 first baseman. No, but, but, but he's a utility player. Corner infield corner spot. Infielder, yeah. Exactly. Peralta gives you cheap power at short. I agree. Juan could be a sleeper at second base. So there's some talent in that lineup. Pitching-wise, Eric, um, <coughs> the conversation me. really is starting with Adam Wainwright, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's a risky move. He received the go-ahead from the training staff, returned to the mound on Monday to throw. He had gone back to St. Louis to get his elbow looked at. He got a clean bowl of health. Uh, 
Are you concerned about Wainwright throwing the elbow? He, got, he kind of was banged up down the stretch. Had to leave camp to go back to Arizona. How concerned are you? Are you is he somebody you'd avoid, or are you still willing to draft him as your number one out, uh, starting pitcher? Well, Adam Wainwright is interesting because I think the bubble's got to burst at some point. You understand what I'm saying? Like He's going to be 33. He's had arm troubles the last couple. It seems like he has arm trouble, and then all of a sudden he puts up like a 2-3 ADRA and wins 20 games. Um, he struck out 179 guys last year. <sighs> he doesn't thrill me as my ace on a fantasy team for some reason. He doesn't thrill me going forward. Uh, last the injuries, season, it has to catch up. For as, as injured as we are concerned with he Adam, he threw 227 Wayne, right? innings last year. 20 and 9, 238. Right. 19 and 9, 294. 2012, 14 and 13, 394. I, I just feel like that was coming off the Tommy John surgery. Right, yeah. Jerry struggled early. Lenny Malnick was talking about that. Right. 2010, before the elbow went, 20 and 11, 242. I mean, this guy, three of his last he's four years, he's a stud. He's but a stud. It just, it, I just feel though, at some point, I don't know. Maybe fourth I'm completely round, wrong. Fourth round, you don't have your ace. I'll roll with oh, that. Oh yeah, I'll, a fourth round for sure. Um, but it just, he just, there's something. I can't describe what it is. You're nervous about him. But it's like a feeling of like, he's my ace. I don't know. He's a 33-year-old pitcher who's thrown a lot of innings in his last, you know, in his last two years. He's thrown an average of 235 innings a season. He's thrown in a lot of good innings. He's won 39 games. Mm-hmm. Uh, what does he have left in the tank? What it, does the elbow have left? What I, that's elbow why left? I feel like, do I want to pick what him the year? do you want him? Like you just said, round four is just fine with me. But do you think that there's got to be a year where it just doesn't all click for him? I'm not worried about it clicking. I'm worried about health. Uh, right now in regard going, to health. I'm saying right now like, he's going at the 11th starting pitcher off the board, an average ADP of 38, which in a 12-team league is third round. Hmm. End, of, end of the third round. Beginning of the fourth. He's going beginning of he's the second pick in the fourth round. Yeah. Well, with these numbers, how can you not? How can you not? And if he says he's healthy, you roll with it. Yeah. I agree. Lance Lynn, steady. John Lackey, steady. Waka, Carlos Martinez, tremendous upside. Carlos Martinez expected to be the fifth starter this season for St. Louis. I have my eye on him, um, actually. You know, Waka had that terrific postseason two years ago. Last season was a washout. A lot of upside. Carlos Martinez, same thing. A lot of upside there. Rosenthal, the closer, don't chase saves. He's going to get them for you. Uh, you can roll with him. All right, Eric. Pittsburgh Pirates are next on our hit list. Dun, 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 dun. Um, this is an interesting team here. Pedro Alvarez at first base. Uh, second base, Neil Walker. Shortstop competition. Uh, the young Korean player, Jordy Mercer. Interesting to see how shortstop plays out. Third base, they have Josh Harrison. In the outfield, young and talented is the best way to describe it. Starling Marte, Andrew McCutcheon, Gregory Polanco, who came up. Dutch. wasn't great, but they're going to give him the job. Cervelli's going to get the catching job now that he's over from the Yankees, right? We know who Andrew McCutcheon is. He's the second pick in the draft. Pedro Alvarez, he's dropping in drafts, but you know what? If he's healthy, he's going to give you 25 and 80 with a terrible batting average. He's Chris Davis light, in my opinion, a little less power than Davis, but talented. Neil Walker, nice power value at the second base position. Uh-huh. Absolutely. My question is the young kid, Gregory Polanco. Came up, Interesting. Came up, their top prospect, he was lights out in the minors, struggled in his – 
in the big leagues to the point where they sent him back down last year. Mm-hmm. Well, this year they're giving him right field. It's his. Go with it, kid. Let's see what you can do. Um, people are going to want him because the upside is there. Your thoughts on Polanco in, 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 uh, in, tw- in 89 games last year, seven homers, 33 RBIs, 14 stolen bases, 235 batting average. Yeah, the batting, he's a young player, though. He's a young player. This is a kid, I think you give him a full season, he's going to give you 15 and 20 at the very mm-hmm. least in the home run stolen base categories. Are you willing to draft him as a starting outfielder, or are you going to hope he slips enough that he's a backup to start the year for you? The latter, for what you just said. I would love to have him, say I was in a keeper league, I would love to draft him in a keeper-type round. I've got him in 22. Right. I would love I would love to get him in a spot like that. Because maybe, you know, gets a full year under his belt. And the best part of that is if you're able to get him that late and he is better than what you expected him to be, it's a home run in two ways. You get to keep him, and he's putting up big numbers for you this year. So I'm looking to take him as a backup outfielder with the potential of getting into my starting lineup and hopefully be a keeper. That's where I'm seeing him. If you want him. Well, you've got to jump up a couple of rounds to get him. You can't, like, I can't sit there and say, well, I want him this year, and I also want him to be a keeper, so I'm just going to wait till round 20, and hopefully he's there. But if you think he's the guy that's going to start for you in your lineup this year, you may have to go up a couple of rounds to get him. We've talked about that. Currently, you go get the, the guy you want. Currently, he's the 42nd outfielder off the board. 42nd? 151.80p. So do the math. In a 10-team, that's round 15. So in a 12-team, he's around 13. Yeah. Round 13 is a starter on your fantasy lineup. Right. I don't see him as a starter yet. I need to see more before I put him into my Round starting lineup. Round 13 is a starter in a fantasy lineup in a 12-team. What are you looking at? I'm, I'm right there. about there. 13, 14, 15. And the truth is, depending on how you draft your outfielders, that's potentially a starting outfielder. Mm-hmm. Maybe if, if you use four outfielders, he's the fourth. Maybe he's a utility player. But uh, he's going early enough that you, you're going to have to utilize him. You're going to have to utilize him if you draft well, if you if you want to go get him. Grab him by round 13. Him. You have to get him. Don't, don't expect him to fall. If you really want him. Don't expect him to fall. Because if he does fall to you, but... You gotta go. You gotta whatever you want in life. You have to go for it, right? Starting pitching, absolutely. Say. Starting pitching, Garrett Cole. He's a future ace. I like him. Yeah. If you want him, go get him. Don't wait for him. AJ Burnett, Francisco Liriano, back end fantasy fillers. Mark Melanson at the closer position. He'll get you the saves you need. Uh, like we always say, don't reach for him. Uh, you could find somebody like a Melanson. Melanson's just fine. Like a Rosenthal, he's going to give you the saves. Absolutely. And, and you'll be fine. All right, Eric. Cincinnati. Uh, Chicago Cubs next. Cubs are interesting. We're going Cubbies? Yeah, we'll go Cubbies. Uh, super young. You know, we got Anthony Rizzo at first base. He's going as early as the first round. In I, would, draft. I would be excited to be a Cubs fan right now. Absolutely. I would, more excited than a Yankees fan right now. Absolutely. Just for the future. Uh, Anthony Rizzo. Uh, Javier Baez right now slated to be the second baseman. Javier. Uh, Stalin Castro at short. Alcatara at third until Chris Bryant comes up. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got outfield. You've got Dexter Fowley. You've got George Soler. They're going to play. Chris Coughlin right now is slated to be an outfielder, but if Bryant breaks camp at third base, Alcatara will go to go to the outfield. That's how that'll shake out. Miguel Montero, they added him from Arizona behind the plate. Rizzo's a number one pick. We know that. Castro is a starting shortstop. Mm-hmm. You'll happily grab him to be your shortstop. You know what you're going to get from him. George Soler, I'm willing to draft him as a starting outfielder in my league. 
This kid was very good when he came up for a cup of coffee at the end of the season. He's a Cuban player. Let's be honest. You look at the track record of recent Cuban ball players. They have been terrific when they came up. Jose Abreu came up and, and had an impact right away. Mm-hmm. Um, other players have come up. Cespedes from uh, now with Detroit had an impact right away. There was very little learning curve there for these young hitters uh, coming over from Cuba. Now, Soler, in 89 at-bats last year, he had 292, a 330 on base percentage, five homers, 20 RBIs, and less than 100 at-bats. He Cubs are going to probably put him right in the middle of that lineup. I think he'll be fine. I like him for 20 and 80. Mm-hmm. And I'll draft him, you know, I'll draft him early enough that he's a starting outfielder. He's got an ADP of 106. Mm-hmm. 10-team league, that's a 10th, 11th rounder, 8th and 9th round in a mixed, in a 12-team. In a if you get those stats from a guy in that round, that's fantastic. Fantastic. Terrific. And he, you know, in, in the average league, he may be a guy that people don't even really know about. You know, if you're in a league with your buddies, yep. you know, and Maybe you're looking to make a couple them. bucks, you know, you know, it's like one of those guys in fantasy football that we know that somebody else, you know, it's it's uh, he's a guy that could definitely make an impact. Right, you could sneak him through. Uh, I'm staying away from Javier Baez. Okay. He, to me, he struck out such a ridiculous amount last year. It continued through winter. I, got, I have it right year. here. This last year he batted in in 213 at bats, 52 games, 95 strikeouts, and 52 games. It's every other at bat to strike out. Yeah, it's a lot. He's going to hit the ball over the fence. I know people strike out a lot, but, but that's, that's a, a lot. That's obscene. 169 on average to go with a 227 on base percentage. He's only 21 years old. Yeah, it scares me. I'll wait a little bit on him. Oh yeah, to me, I'm not. That's. I'm saying wait a couple of years. Yeah. yeah, I'm not waiting just a couple I'll, rounds. I'll rather be a year late than a year early on Javier Baez. Yes, yes. Uh, that's a good way. I like the way. You I'd put rather that. be a year late on. Him. I like the way you put that. Starting pitching, John Lester's an ace. We know that. Mm-hmm. Um, the other pitcher on this team that I love is Jake Aredia. Uh, I added Jake Aredia last year off the waiver wire, and he became a man mainstay last year on my fantasy lineups. He also became a man on your team. He did become a man. Uh, you know, last year in 25 games, he's only 28 years old, 156 innings. He went 10 and five. He's a 2.53 ERA. A WHIP was under one, and 167 strikeouts in 156 innings. He's more than a strikeout per inning, okay? Swinging strike percentage is over 10. Terrific upside. Number two starter there on an up-and-coming team. I am more than happy to draft Jake Aredia for the middle of my fantasy staff, get the Ks, get a few wins out of him, and uh, and I'll be very happy he's with got, Aredia. He's got very solid numbers. I'll, I wouldn't be shocked if Aredia statistically has a better ERA and as many saves as John Lester. Wins. Wins will be a push. I think they form a nice little one-two. He, I mean, his numbers. I mean, if you look at his ERA and his win, you know, his ERA is right there with, you know, some of the top pitchers we talked about, yep. and strikeouts too. Absolutely. We just talked about Wainwright before. He struck out 178, I think. Mm-hmm. Last year, already he struck out 167. Right, and only 25 games. So if he's you, more if than you, a strikeout per so if, that's if what you, I want. If you bump him up even five more starts, he's got more strikeouts. Mm-hmm. Then Wainwright and ERA that's pretty equivalent. You can get them probably pretty far apart in the draft. Absolutely, I, I like Aredia. I think the talent is is uh, is pretty good there. Very yeah, good. Absolutely. Twenty eight. Baltimore may have given up on him a little little too soon there. He might be the ace of that. He would be the ace of that staff. Right. I mean, they spent the money on Lester, and I think they needed Lester. I think mm-hmm. Lester's a terrific ad. 
But he, you're right. He would I'll be say the, on Baltimore, Baltimore he'd probably he'd would be, right be the now. ace. Yeah, you're absolutely. You'd be right talking now. about him as being a top of the end rotation guy for sure for them. Hector Rondon is closing for them. Chiefs also saves late. All right, Eric. Cincinnati Reds. As we're just about out of time, we're trying to wrap up real quick here. The Reds. We talked about Joey Alvado in detail. He'll be at second base. Brandon Phillips, one of the top second basemen of just a few years ago. He's now maybe Show a waiver wire Show at himself. best. Zach Kozart at short. I'm not interested in him. Fantasy-wise, good ball player. Not interested fantasy-wise. Frazier will play third. He's a nice little player. Gives you a decent power-speed combination. Outfield, um, they added Marlon Bird. He'll play left. He's suddenly found the fountain at UT. He could give you 20 Isn't he homers. like 50? <laughs> Billy Up Hamilton, one-category guy, in my opinion. Steals only in center. Jay Bruce, who was terrible last year. Cheap source of power now, late maybe in right. Is he a guy whose low average is 217? He'll bounce back. Is that, you know, because before that was 260, 250, 250, 280. Is 217 an aberration? Right. Can he give you 250 and 25 homers? Uh, you would think so. He's only going to be 28. You would think he could rebound average-wise. Mezorosco behind the plate had a career a year last year. He's going to be drafted, deservedly so, as a number one catcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about Billy Hamilton. I'm not interested in grabbing him that early. To me, he's less categories than D. Gordon. So yeah, at least so we, D. Gordon's going to hit 280. I don't know if Billy Hamilton's going to hit 260. What did, what did Hamilton hit last year officially? 250 on the button. Six homers, 48 RBIs, 72 runs scored. On base percentage of 292. That's terrible. 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 I'm not a big fan of Billy Hamilton. I think he's a one-trick pony myself. I really do. Eh. I really do. I think he's strictly a steals guy. I'm not. I mean, he could score some runs because he'll. Nah, he's not even on base. Is he on base enough to score runs? He scored 72 runs. He was only on base 29 percent of the time. So he does score when he gets on base. Okay. Well, because he ends up on third base every time. Right. So uh, if he could, if he could, I mean, remember, he's only 23. Going to be 24. He's got to figure out how to get on base. I don't even need his average to be high. If he could get on base at a three twenty, thirty, three twenty, if you get on top, because then you're going then he's gonna get the runs you want, and, right? And he's more than just a steals guy. Uh, Suedo, Homer Bailey, Mike Leake, Singrani, <coughs> Axelrod, uh, what a great be the rotation. Suedo, you're drafting as your ace. He's a very good. We know what he is. He's terrific. Homer Bailey, a lot of upside with him. Disappointed last year. Uh, hopefully he improves. Leake, Singrani, to me, they're NL only guys mm-hmm. at best. All right. And finally, in the National League Central, uh, we have the Milwaukee Brewers. Brewers, terrific story last year for about nine-tenths of the season, and then fell apart in the last two weeks, didn't even make the playoffs. But fantasy-wise, there's some players here. Adam Lind will go to first base for them now, brought over from Toronto. I think he has some sleeper potential. Mm-hmm. Milwaukee is a terrific ballpark for a left-handed power hitter. Mm-hmm. Lind can hit. Uh, if you're looking for a corner infield spot, I think Adam Lynn fits that perfectly very late in the draft. Second base, Scooter Gannett. Nice little player. Eight to ten homers. He's going to hit you 290. He doesn't really run much. I'm not drafting him as my start in second baseman, but I'll use him as a middle infield mm-hmm. position. Absolutely. Shortstop, Gene Segura. This one's interesting. He went very high as a shortstop last year. Mm-hmm. People forget last year was a tough year for him. All right? He was injured, and he had a child pass away. Yeah. <sighs> Jeez. Can only imagine. So, right? so as much as he struggled, if there's anybody in baseball who could tell you, give you a reason, you know, it's Segura. Two years ago, he had 294 down to 246. Power, everything was down. Stolen bases from 44 to 20. Power down from 12 to 5. Played the same amount of games. 
still only 24, 25 years old. I look for Segura to rebound. If he could give you 10 homers, 30 steals, and 280, you're thrilled with Segura. Mm -hmm. And when you consider where he's going in a draft, Eric, Mm -hmm. you know, Gene Segura at the shortstop position, he's out of the top 10. He's going right now, when I pull it up, he's going at 183. I just saw that, 180, yeah. I have him 180, yep. I mean, to me, that has the potential to be an unbelievable steal. That 180, that's round, in the 10-team weight, round 18, so 15, 16. Good shortstop in round 15 or 16. With a lot of upside, a lot of rebound capability. Aramis Ramirez, he's retiring at the end of the year. He should be retired from your fantasy team already. (laughs) Chris Davis in Uh, left field. He was a solid ball player for a long time, though. He was. Chris Davis, cheap source of power late. If you're looking for an outfielder who can hit the ball over the fence 20 times. Carlos Gomez, he's a first-round pick. 280, double-digit, 20 homer plus homers, 30-plus steals. What about Ryan Braun? Uh, he's such an interesting guy, man. I mean, I, he's not somebody I'm thrilled with anymore, to be honest. 19 homers, 81 RBIs, 266 average last year. <sighs> On the other side of 30 now. Still fill the category. You know, his highest stolen, you know, he has, you know, he used to steal 30 bases. Now he's stealing 4 and 11. ADP of 33, 10th outfielder off the board. I think he should be a little later than that. End of second, early third round. I'm waiting. I'm waiting as well. Yeah. I'm waiting as well. He's not the Ryan Braun of the years past. No, 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 no. A certain element of his game has been removed. <laughs> Sco- uh, um, behind the plate, Jonathan Lucroy is one of the best catchers in baseball. I like Lucroy a lot. Yeah, if you could, you're gonna have to get him early, because uh, when the catcher run starts, he's gonna be at the top of that list. Yeah, it's like the tight end run in base in football. Right. Once somebody if, goes, that's it. If you want, if you want a top, top, top go catcher, get go get him. Pitchers, a lot of OKs: Gaza, Los, Willie Ugh. Peralta, Mike Fiers. Jimmy Nelson has probably the most upside. The young kid, he throws 94 miles an hour. He's got some upside. You may wanna so young, grab yeah. him as a flyer. But uh, nothing else there. Excitement. Gauze is a veteran presence. You could draft late, maybe. And then at the bullpen, they just brought back Frankie Rodriguez. He saved 37 games last year. Odds are he'll close again, and he'll get you saves. Nothing else will excite you much, but he'll he'll give you the saves that you want. A few strikeouts here and there. But uh, strikeout per inning, basically. And that's what you'll get out of K-Rod. Well, he's fine. I mean, that's a fine closer to have if yeah. he's closing games. He'll that's be all fine. you need. That's all. And you get him, you're going to get him pretty late. There you go. Eric, uh, do you have the standings up on the Draft Smashers FanDuel NBA basketball game? Yes, I do. Before we sign off, now, let's see where we're Now, there's some games who have not started yet. Obviously. I am currently in 13th and 23rd. I am sitting at 17th. Yeah, so we're not, you know, we're not knocking anyone out of the ballpark and yet. And my but. Roy Hibbert, I mean, you know, Rubio, Jack... Joe Johnson hasn't done anything. My Ibaka pick is horrendous right now. LeBron, Harris. Just horrendous. Serge Ibaka is horrendous. Uh, well, it's no worse than my Roy Hibbert, who's not even playing against the Knicks tonight. I mean, I still have two guys who haven't played. I mean, it's very early. In, basketball is such a weird game. It's yeah. so early. Um, like, Serge Ibaka was, wow. He was he had one rebound. Right. That's it. That's it, huh? That's all he did for me. All right, folks. That's upsetting. Eric, let's remind everybody, a couple of reminders. Go to DraftSmashers.com. Make sure you check it out. Terrific site. Uh, follow us on Facebook, DraftSmashers Fantasy Sports Radio. Twitter, Anthony here, at DraftSmashRadio. Mm-hmm. Eric is at uh, DraftSmashers E. 
Right. You can find him there as well, draftsmaster.com. And don't forget the promotional stuff. Every Wednesday, check it out. Follow us on Twitter, and we'll send the link out for the Draftsmasters NBA League. Uh, every Wednesday night, we'll be hosting a league on fandu.com. Go to draftkings.com. Use the promotional code SMASHRADIO. Uh, that's Smash Radio and enter for free on DraftKings.com. Or go to FanDuel, enter the promotional code SMASHERS, first 50 people, and uh, FanDuel will match dollar for dollar up to the first $200 you deposit. So excited to have uh, those relationships now with both FanDuel and DraftKings. So take advantage of the promotional codes that you've seen throughout the show. All right, we are out of time. Eric and I will be back next Wednesday night, 7.30 Eastern, like we always are. We'll be wrapping up our divisional preview, and we'll talk a little National League West, as well as anything else that comes along here on draft, mm-hmm. uh, in the world of fantasy sports Sounds over the next me. seven days. Don't forget, if you still want to hear what I have to say, I'll be on another show starting at 9.30 here on Blog Talk Radio, uh, Roto Baller Fantasy Sports Radio, talking with Real Talk Raph. Uh, we're going to be talking starting pitches on that show. That starts at 9.30. So if you're interested, check us out. We'll still be on uh, on uh, Blog Talk Radio. And as always, you can follow this show if you missed it live, uh, blogtalkradio.com slash draftsmasters. You can find us on Blog Talk Radio and do a search on iTunes as well. Thumbs up. For Eric Corsini, I'm Anthony Aniano. Enjoy the rest of your night. Enjoy the rest of the week. If you're in the New York uh, Northeast area, Stay out of the snow that's coming uh, tonight, tomorrow, everybody. No more. Please, no more. Drive safe. It's been fun. We'll see you next Wednesday. Uh, good night, everybody.